Welcome to the sermon podcast of Christ Lutheran Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We are glad that you are here. At Christ Church, we believe that God is alive in Holy Scripture, inspiring, challenging, and guiding us today. As we journey through the Bible together, we bring our hopes, our pain, our questions, and our doubts, trusting Jesus to meet us here full of grace. Christ Lutheran Church is a special place of healing. May the Word of God bless you today. Listen again for the Word of God to the church today from the Gospel of Matthew in the fourth chapter. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tested by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, then throw yourself down from here, for it is written that he will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up so that you do not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, The devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all of the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all of these I will give to you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him. And suddenly, angels came down and waited on him. Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. There is a difference between being led somewhere and being cast somewhere, right? There's a difference between being led somewhere and being cast somewhere. When my grandmother would take me and my great-grandmother to church, my grandmother had to rush off to choir practice while I helped my great-grandmother get to her Sunday school class. I'd get out of, of the back seat, open her door, help her out of her seat, lead her by the hand through all the down the hallways through past all the classrooms to her Sunday school class and I'd help her to her seat 
And the class was called something like Golden Agers or One Gray Hair or Senior Seekers. I'd lead her to her seat and then I would go find my own class. That's different than being cast. Can you imagine if my grandmother and I pulled up to the church and cast my Gigi out of the car, just launched her from the Acura, just drove her to the church and then ejected her into the wilderness of St. Paul United Methodist Church? Can you imagine the difference? When Mark told the story of Jesus' baptism and his entry into the wilderness, Mark, the gospel writer, Mark, who is the most forceful and hurried of the four gospels, he said that Jesus emerged from the waters of the Jordan at his baptism and he heard the voice of God tell him how, how beloved he is. How well pleased God is in him. And then uh, the Holy Spirit arrives and just slingshots Jesus from there into the wilderness. Mark says the Holy Spirit drove him, cast him, ejected him right out of the Jordan into 40 days of famine. Some people describe the relationship of the Trinity to be like a beautiful dance. But Mark's like, nah, 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 we don't have time for that. Let's get this show on the road. Wrap up the father, son, heart to heart. Get your tail out there for that meeting with El Diablo. Now when Matthew's turn to tell the story, Jesus is there, he's in the river. God is fawning over his special boy. Here he is, my, my beloved boy. I'm so pleased with him. And as Matthew says, uh, the Holy Spirit politely waits. And then not, not immediately, but, but when he's had some time to get out of the river, to dry off at least, to put his sandals back on, then the Holy Spirit leads Jesus into the wilderness. Like I led my Gigi to her Sunday school class. Words matter, don't they? It matters if the Holy Spirit is driving or leading or ejecting Jesus. Or guiding him into the wilderness. One sounds more preferable to me than the other. I prefer the Spirit's gentle leading through life's uncertain paths helping me to get to where God would have me be. But there are many times when I feel the Spirit was a bit rough. When I felt rather launched into something. Have you ever felt that way? When I arrived in Newport, Rhode Island for Navy Officer Development School, and I stood in line with the other Naval officers, and a chief yelled at us, and I considered the next many weeks of this, I wondered, what have I gotten myself into at 34 years old? I could be home enjoying the summer with my family, and now look what I've done. In that moment, I felt the Spirit more 
cast me into Rhode Island than led me. I imagine I'm not alone in this, that you can remember times that you found yourself maybe with something sprung upon you suddenly before you were prepared, totally unexpected. And that was the Holy Spirit driving you out of one moment and into the wilderness. Jesus was still wiping his eyes before he was, as the Greek word suggests, plucked out of that moment and dropped into the wild. A single phone call can do that. A subtle change on a doctor's face can do this. A few numbers on a lottery ticket can do this. Change everything in an instant. For me, a question posed by a recruiter on LinkedIn asking if I'd consider Navy chaplaincy did this. Life was one way. And then, as Mark's Greek word suggests happened to Jesus, we are thrust out of this moment, out of the comfortable, thrust out of the familiar and into the wild wilderness. We've just begun the season of Lent, which is a time each year when we remember Jesus' time of fasting and and temptation in the wilderness before he began his ministry. Lent is a 40 days, not counting Sundays, because Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights in preparation for his ministry. Having time to prepare. It's nice when the Spirit gives us time to prepare for what lies ahead. Matthew says Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness. The Greek word that he uses can also mean to sail away. And that's a nice image. The Spirit and Jesus setting sail for the wilderness. It's a more pleasant image than an ejection. The word can also mean to bring out. And that's nice. The Spirit brought Jesus to the wilderness the way a parent may bring their child to school. I I remember taking Lydia Grace to her first day of preschool at St. Stephen's. River was just a few days old, and so it was just me and little LG. She had a backpack on that was the size of an enormous packed parachute, and surely she was jumping into something of a new life. She was a brand new sister and not sure what that meant. We were going to a new school, to a new building, a new teacher, new kids, new everything. I brought her there, holding her hand as we descended the steps into her classroom and watched her as she stood both both nervously and bravely alone among strangers. And I had to gather more strength than I expected to make myself turn around and leave her in the wilderness of her first day of preschool. The Spirit brought Jesus to the wilderness, and they both had time to prepare themselves, chatting along the way and encouraging each other before the Holy Spirit gave him one last squeeze 
and turned to leave him there for a time in that wilderness before the angels came to retrieve him. I had a few tears, I'll admit, on the drive home. I wonder if the Holy Spirit did. I imagine there are times that you have been aware of the season of change. A period of time when things are slowly shifting. Some of you who have walked through loved ones through extended illnesses, you've known these precious days together as you've headed toward the wilderness of loss and grief. Or you've been in those final weeks before welcoming a child, and you know there is a time coming after which so much will change. The Spirit is leading you, sailing with you to that unknown wilderness. Maybe you've had some time to prepare for a move or a new job, and the Spirit is burying you to the wilderness. Lent is an invitation to a time more like this, this journey with Jesus and the Holy Spirit that they take to the wilderness. What is guaranteed in life is the unexpected. It is a gift when we can set apart some time to prepare ourselves spiritually to face whatever lies ahead. The Greek word Matthew uses for being led can also mean to offer. The Spirit offered Jesus to the wilderness. Jesus is an offered offering to the wilderness because God offers himself to us so that we are certain that God is with us in whatever wilderness we face. What if we think of Lent not as a season so much of depriving ourselves, but of receiving the Holy Spirit's offering of a time to examine our hearts, to prepare ourselves to face whatever wilderness is to come, trusting Jesus is here with us. Lent is a sailing trip with the Holy Spirit and Jesus, a receiving of a gift of time with them, Jesus did this before he embarked on a life of ministry, and certainly ahead of us are days of ministering, of building new things, of reaching out and and creating change, but we are all the more prepared for those days when we have enjoyed a gift of time to think about what God is actually trying to teach us. Time to not only pour our hearts out to God, but to quiet our lives and listen for the voice of God. The word Lent literally means spring. Lent is this bridge between the long, cold winter when so much of life is dormant and the spring where new life leaps forth and the world is greening around us. And so Lent is the gift of time to notice what has been missing in our lives in the long winter, to name what you long for, to grow closer to God and to listen for God. There is wilderness ahead, and God continues to speak and guide in the wilderness, but it is harder to do the reflecting, the quieting, the going deeper when facing what is unknown and uncertain about the wilderness. 
Jesus' time in the wilderness was physically and emotionally exhausting. He knew the nearness of evil, of the devil. He was famished. He was tempted, faced temptation after temptation. He had to pull on all the foundations of his faith and the grounding in Scripture. As the wilderness time came to an end, and it does, he was so depleted, the angels had to come and care for him. I'm going to venture to guess that many of us can think of times a bit like that. So Lent is an offering to us. Now, I want to offer to you something to take on this Lent. A practice of the discipline of trust. To trust that wherever and whether you are launched into the wilderness or led there, that God is with you either way. Trust the world will not leave you behind if you receive the offering of these 40 days and pause the busyness and take time to examine your heart and your life, your present joys and present sufferings, and to invite Jesus into those places. To trust that you are loved by a spirit that is at various times wild and seemingly reckless and also more present with you than you are even with yourself, who will sail you through any storm and then prepare drinks for you when you arrive on shore. Trust that in the wilderness, in the uncertainty, in the unexpected of life, God will get you through one way or another. And God will use the wilderness to prepare us for a life of ministry in the kingdom of God, which lies ahead. For behold, after those 40 days, angels came and ministered to him. Behold, he went through all that he did show us that he does the same thing for us. Amen. Amen. You have been listening to the sermon podcast from Christ Lutheran Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We are honored you joined us. If you're in Harrisburg, we welcome you to join us for worship on Sundays at 1030. To find out more about our church as well as the free health services we offer, visit our website, ChristHarrisburg.org. Our theme music is by Lucian Kemper. I hope today's sermon blessed you and you'll join us again. Until then, May God be with you.